Hey everyone, this is Gabby and Karim, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Tune in each week to hear us talk about the journey of getting into med school. From GAMSAT to medical interviews, get the insider scoop from med students who have done it all before. So So stay stay tuned tuned and and get get ready ready to get get med ready. Hey everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is the first episode of our mini mock podcast series where we give students an opportunity to come onto the podcast and practice an MMI station. Before I get into the logistics, I will just do an acknowledgement of country. So I would like to acknowledge the traditional and rightful owners of the land in which all listeners are on today and on the land that I am on today, which is Yorta Yorta land. I would like to pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging, as well as pay my respect to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening to the podcast today. So last season, we did this mini mock series um, and the feedback from listeners was pretty positive. So we thought, why not do it again this year? So basically, we get examiners on who are examiners of our um, mock stations to interview students doing one station and give them some live feedback. So listeners get the opportunity to not only hear what a response may sound like, but also listen to some feedback from examiners who have done it all before. So today I am the examiner and Josh is our student and we are doing a GEMSAS style interview with the structure of one minute reading time and five minutes answering time and it is a personal station. So the station reads, discuss a situation in which you had to work in a team and solve a conflict. What personal attributes do you have that make you a good team member? Let's get into it. Okay, so one time I had to um, work in a team was, it was one university group assignment and I think it was some nutrition report that we had to come up with as a group and we had to like, I don't know, um, analyze some literature and do some of this sort of stuff. So um, the problem was in that situation, the conflict was that we had assigned parts for our group to do and to be completed by a particular date but one group member when it came to that day he hadn't really done anything and in fact what he did do was just like copy and pasted from some journal article because he used some language that was very high level and um, we noticed that and so yeah the first thing I did in that situation was I didn't judge him I didn't just assume like okay he's being lazy or he doesn't care you know I just kind of thought okay maybe he doesn't have time maybe he's really busy maybe something is going wrong Um, not wrong but maybe there's something seriously troubling him in his personal life and he doesn't have time and so it turned out later when I asked him like hey how's everything going just wanted to check up because we're a bit worried about this plagiarism and about um, wondering how you're tracking with your part of the assignment and it turns out that he did have something in his personal life he had to take his grandma he had to take care of his grandma taking her to hospital which was like a three-hour drive or something so he just didn't have the time and from that point of view we um we're like, okay, um, he seriously is going through something. We need to help him with this. So our way of helping was taking on his share of the assignment. And, you know, he we gave him, we asked him what he felt comfortable doing and he, he, can, he still contributed, but we took on more of the burden because we had the time and he obviously had, you know, enough on his plate as it was already. So that was how we solved that conflict, basically just using empathy and trying to, you know, help him and, you know, because because for us, university assignment's important, but, you know, your life and your family and your family's health is much more important. And so, yeah, that was probably the 
biggest thing I've learned from that. And so what personal attributes do I have that make a good member of a team? Um, I think personally, as I just mentioned, probably empathy. And I think that kind of stems from my mum and dad. They both came from very different backgrounds and I've kind of learned to and seeing how they kind of clash because they didn't always look at look at things from the other point of view. Like, um, And I've kind of taken on that approach, seeing them bickering and fighting over the dinner table. Um, I kind of said, okay, if you can put yourself in their shoes, then you can do as we did in that group assignment and don't assume that, yeah, don't be cynical and assume that someone's being lazy or someone's unmotivated or they don't care, you know, because even if you're in the group assignment, even if you're a friend of them, you don't really know what's going on in their life, right? So I think that is probably one attribute that I have that would make a good member of a team. I think secondly would probably be my communication because, and I found that that's really stemmed from just trying to focus on listening to people and not always talking. And that in turn has come from, I'm actually learning modern Greek and it's very difficult, but like when you learn another language and especially Greek, you have to really listen to the endings of the words because that tells you who's, um, what person they're talking about. And so I found that that listening has kind of translated over into English speaking. And now instead of like trying to um, think of what I'm going to say next, I'm focusing on trying to listen and listen to the person who's talking to me. And I think that, and I think that really translates well to both a patient doctor interaction, but also to a healthcare team where I have to listen to what, you know, if I'm a doctor, for example, I have to listen to what the nurses are telling me. I have to listen to what the other consultants are telling me and really like, take heed of their instructions and just hear what they're asking me and hear what maybe what concerns they have about a particular procedure or about the patient. So, yeah. You have one minute left. If there's anything else you'd like to add. Okay. I think a third personal attribute that I have that would make me a good member of a team is just um, probably dedication because of um, I think and doing a Bachelor of Biomedicine I think that's really helped me um, you know stay focused and stay committed to working as hard as I can to achieve you know something academic because um, I've, and I feel like that is something that will help being a member of a team because I'm I have a system in place where I like write down everything that's due and what needs to be done and what needs to be done by what time. And I found that that's helped me stay on track. And I kind of bake in a little bit of leeway so that if something does come up in my life, you know, I injured my knee a few weeks ago, so I couldn't exactly do many things that time. But um, that extra leeway that I had baked in allowed me to still complete um, the assignments well within the time. And so that ability to like focus on my part and do my part as well as I can will help me be a good member of uh, a team in general, I believe. Great. That's time's up. Perfect timing. Okay. So first of all, good job, Josh. Um, you did well and it was um, quite a vague question, I think. So it can be quite um, sort of scary to know which way to take the, the question. Um, and I'm sure you have a lot of examples of teamwork as do most of us. So it's hard to sort of pick, okay, which one should I use? Um, but overall, I think it was quite a good example. Um, you know, it showed academic integrity and showed that that was something that you were looking for, which is really big, especially in medicine, but all university courses. Um, and you sort of demonstrated some empathy and some personable skills as well. So you had both of those sides to your story, which I thought was great because 
when you first brought up the example, I thought, okay, this isn't the strongest example because it's something that all students have. But you spoke about it in a way which made it quite strong. So, so good job for that because yeah, you demonstrated that it wasn't just one university assignment um, that you had trouble with. It was, it was multi-layered and there was lots of things that you were thinking about. So good job for presenting it in that way. Um, and yeah, other strengths is your communication as a skill. I think that is really good. Um, and you brought it up in a good way as well, rather than just saying, you know, I can talk to people. You said, you know, I'm learning a new language and I have to really focus on listening. And that's helped me in communication in other ways. Um, and I think that was really good. Um, and it was really unique as well saying, you know, I'm learning another language. Um, so again, really good because with these types of questions, I think lots of students use the same examples and they might be good examples that pretty sound, you know, they make sense. But if every student's coming and saying the same thing, they sort of lose their sort of validity, if that makes sense. Um, but I think you did well. Um, the only areas I think you could improve is um, using dedication as a skill because you sort of described organisation um, rather than dedication. Even though I'm sure you are both of those things, maybe there's something else or some other way that you could frame it to just sort of emphasise that in a team setting. Um, uh, and then the other thing is that at some points during your stories and explanations, I got a little bit lost. So maybe trying to focus on structure and how you're going to structure when you bring up any example, whether it's in a teamwork setting or, or some other station, um, how you're going to explain um, examples that you've been through in your life. So we just uh, recorded a podcast episode um, about personal stations. We talk about different ways to structure your responses and different ways, yeah, to sort of just explain experiences you've been through life without, you know, being too wishy-washy. Um, but saying enough so that the examiner understands and um, can really, you know, um, appreciate what you're trying to tell them. Um, the STAR method is one that you could look into in the time being, but there's other ones on the podcast as well if you want to listen to that. Um, but other than that, I thought you were really personable. You dressed well, which thank you for that. Even for a mock, you've dressed well, so that's good. Um, but, yeah, do you have any questions for me? Um. Yeah, I, I guess for those personal ones where it's like telling me a time when I'm not sure like how much of the situation to bring up. Like, do I should I talk about how that guy who had to deal with his um, grandmother, do I have to talk about what he was like before that situation in the group and how I noticed that change or is that not relevant? Or Yeah, uh, that that is the golden question. And I think it depends on a couple of things. First of all, how long you've got to answer the question. Like, because obviously some stations between university change length. You know, five minutes, I think, is the shortest we'll see. But there's some that are eight minutes. So if you had an eight-minute station, you might want to, you know, spend that little bit of time painting the story a little bit more, painting the picture. Um, and I think, you know, if you do say this is what they were like before, and then I noticed this change because I noticed this change in pattern. I think as an examiner, I would go, okay, well, they can, you know, pick up on human behaviour. That that does demonstrate empathy much more than just saying, you know, um, I noticed it because I have empathy for people. You know, I think it does. Um, but it's about figuring out how to say that in a sort of concise way. Um, but you know this example and it is a strong example. So I think what you could do is reflect on this example a little bit more um, and go through a few different structural methods and figure out how to say it um, so that you get more information out so that you can demonstrate that empathy a bit more, um, but do it in, you know, an effective way. 
So, yeah, it's it's really hard to know. And then with other examples as well, it's sort of like how much do I have to explain if it's a really unique example that someone might not get. You know, uni assignment's pretty straightforward. You don't have to tell us, you know, um, much about it. But, you know, other teamwork examples in different work settings that people might not be familiar with may be hard. So I think it's about reflecting on the situation, figuring out a structural method that um, makes it the most effective and concise as you can and practicing it, you know, practice explaining these examples, even if it's not in a station, if it's just, okay, um, friend, can I explain this situation to you? And you tell me whether or not you can, you know, sense what I'm talking about. Um, and yeah, I think that'll help you out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Is it worth talking about like a, trying to bring like a leadership thing into this thing? Like, I don't know, saying like you kind of took charge of the situation and tried to organize stuff or? Yeah, I think leadership is a really important teamwork um, attribute to have, um, as well as just being a member of a team rather than being the leader all the time. But I think it is definitely something that would be valuable in this response. Um, and not all responses, I don't think. You know, if you didn't demonstrate leadership in an example, there's no point in saying, you know, I am a leader. Um, but And there's nothing wrong with being a team member, not a leader. Um, but in this situation, I think you did demonstrate leadership. So I think that would have been something that I would have brought up. Maybe to replace that dedication slash um, organisation skill, I would have maybe said leadership, you know, um, I took it upon myself to guide the team in this direction um, because I felt as though we needed someone to take charge in order to make sure that our teammate was okay, but also to make sure that we got our assignment done um, at good quality on time um, because we all care about our marks, something like that. Um, because that frames it in a way that it's not like you were really bossy and just took over, um, but it frames it in a way that you cared for everyone in the team and you wanted the team to do well. So you felt as though we needed someone to take charge, so I did that. Um, and, yeah, I think that would have been a strong strong um, addition to this response. There we have it. That was a personal station done by Josh. He did a really good job and I gave him some feedback. So I hope you found that useful um, listening to how Josh answered the station, but also listening to my feedback. If you have any questions about the station or if you would like to join in on this mini mock series on the podcast, feel free to reach out. All of our contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Please like, share and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.